Alright everyone, welcome back to Relish the Journey. I am your friendly neighborhood host, Miles Biggs, and I'm joined today by a first here on the podcast, which is a repeat guest, the one and only Michael Tonart, hailing all the way back from episode three. We got to chat in here offline about a topic that we're going to discuss today, and he was gracious enough to volunteer to do this a second time. So Mike, welcome and thank you. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me back on. For sure. So before we get into the topic at hand, are you like a mini celebrity from sharing your life story on a podcast to people that in your life text you and say, dude, I listened to this and I had no idea. I mean, um, mainly just, mainly just the guys from, uh, from Lambda Chi. Um, a lot of them reached out and said, Hey, you know, loved, loved the episode. Um, you and, you know, you and Miles had a really good back and forth, uh, rhythm going. And, um, you know, a lot of them liked uh, the topic of discussion, and uh, especially it brings back a lot of memories, I'm sure, for everybody as well, especially when we get into some of the more funny, uh, funny uh, memories that, yeah. that you know, kind of come up as as we as we talked through our, our years in college and and uh, and so on. So, yeah, man, it, it, it was cool. But, you know, it's really interesting to see how how the podcast has grown even since then. You know, it's, it's really it's really starting to, to get some legs and, and, and get uh, and get some momentum going. Yeah, thanks, man. It's it's definitely been cool for me too. It's it's kind of morphed into a little bit of something I didn't quite expect it to morph into, but I lo- I'm loving it, and it's cool for me because I get the same thing. People from the guys in the fraternity when I talk to someone that was in the fraternity, or I'll be in the office at work and someone will be like, "Yo, dude, love that episode," and I'll be like, "Whoa, I didn't realize you listened," you know, and or I get a text from a random friend, um, like one of the last episodes, one of your friends, Jay, that I talked to. Oh, yeah. I had a couple of my friends back home text me and be like, dude, that guy was insane. Like, just randomly out of the blue. That's the text message yeah, I get. Dude. And I'm like, yeah, that, it, that's cool. Yeah, Jay's um, – shout out Jay Villar. Yeah, Jay's, Jay's a, a different type of cat, man. I mean, one of my, one of my favorite, favorite people um, because of reasons that I'm sure you're now aware of. Oh, yeah. Um, I could definitely see why you guys got along for sure. Yeah, dude. He's on a whole other level. But, I mean, what's also cool is, is, is we're able to share our stories and – an insight and people learn things about, you know, everyone who's on these episodes that they might not necessarily know just because, you know, some of these things don't come up in regular discussion. So right. I really think it, it brings to light, you know, certain things about people that you might never, never realize. Well, one thing that's cool about the three of us, and it leads right into the topic that we said that's, that's recorded an episode about was, you know, my main job is not this, this is what I'd call my side hustle or side gig or whatever the kids are calling it these days. Um, Jay's main thing is not, you know, trading stocks, but he's doing DJ and, and entertainment and producing stuff, and that's what he does on the side. You work an office job too, and then you're doing DJ on the side. So all of us have found some sort of avenue. Yeah. I would say for like a different part of our personalities, you know. So it's that extension, yeah, yeah. For sure. So let's get into that because what prompted this is you posted an article on LinkedIn. Um, I think it was Wall Street Journal that was just talking about the rise in the culture of the side hustle and what's driving that and, you know, surprising people that are doing a nine to five and then selling out hip hop tours and stuff on a grand scale. Yeah. So I, I was literally scrolling. Actually, you know, it, I, I actually didn't find this article. One of my buddies at work who kind of has a similar mindset um, of you and I. Um, he, he came across it, you know, this article, I, I just read it and I thought immediately of you. I'm like, dude, send it over my way. Let me take a look at it. So I'm reading through this and every example, you know, each person within the article that kind of gave their background story as to, you know, what they do on the full time, but what their passion is and what they do outside of, you know, their, their full, you know, nine to five corporate job. All those stories like struck home with me so hard because I could relate to each and every one of them on such like a personal level. So, um, you know, I thought, you know what, let me let me share this article and kind of give a background on my experience. So, you know, I've never really done this on LinkedIn because generally I try to keep all my content on LinkedIn pretty professional and, and right to the point in terms of, you know, the industry that I'm a part of and the job that I do right? because, you know, historically, at least, you know, growing up and, and learning from my parents and learning from, 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 you know, older individuals who have spent a lot of time in the corporate world, you know, it, it was kind of, it was kind of normal to not talk about 
the things you do outside of work because it might have a negative connotation or, or might make your employer feel a certain type of way. But I feel like nowadays that, that kind of stigma is disappearing. So I took a little bit of a, a leap here. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put it out there, you know, give some background on, on what I do and how it relate, how I relate to the article. And dude, out of nowhere, it like blew up. Yeah, there and, was like almost when I commented on it, it was pretty early. There was like two hundred some comments or something already. And yeah, man. So I know it, on it, your end, you could see more impressions data. Like, what was the reach that thing had? It, it had over a hundred and thirty thousand views. Wow, that's crazy. Because you probably have what uh, maybe five hundred connections. Oh, dude, I'm way over that now. Okay, but still, even it's like yeah, times three yeah. of the people you know. You know, it's really it had yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, even because of this article. You know, I think I was maybe around like 800 connections and now I'm like over 1400. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Because of this, like 130,000 views, like, you know, over 150 comments. And what was really interesting is how, how open people were about their experience. And I felt like they were using the, my post and, and my story as a way to kind of you know, talk, I mean, they're able to talk about their experience, but in a comfortable place where, you know, they, somebody else felt the same way and other people were feeling the same way. And they didn't necessarily have to post it on their page, but they were able to open up about their experience on my post, right. um, which might have which might have been more of like a safe zone. But it was still super cool and really unexpected that people were able to connect and, and feel a certain, certain type of way about, you know, what I had to say about my experience. One thing I thought was interesting about the article, and you touched on it kind of, was most people have a side hustle, but a lot of people are afraid to talk about it. They're afraid to bring it up at work. They're afraid to post it on their LinkedIn, like you said, because yeah. they're worried they're going to, you know, get in trouble or their opinion is not going to align with the brand or, you know, mission, vision, values of the company they work for, and they're going to get fired. Yeah. You know, it's like living a double life because you're worried one, you know, one's going to get rid of the other one. Oh, to me, that sure. was interesting. And I didn't realize it until I read the article that I was falling into that. Like yeah. I've purposely not interviewed anybody that I work with because I was yeah. like, no, I got to keep it separate. Like, I don't want to cross that line. We talk about some pretty personal stuff. I'm um, one yeah. of the bosses at work. I shouldn't do that. And so I kept it and didn't really talk about it. And a few people found it. I just let them find it. I didn't promote it or anything. But then even, oh, but then even I had a, I had a phone call with one of um, our building partners today, and we're talking about business and stuff that we can do to improve company cultures and things his company's doing, things my company's doing. We're talking about it, and I mentioned to him about the podcast, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I subscribe." And I'm like, "Whoa, like that's cool!" I, like because I I started to post a couple articles, not articles, but links to my episodes on LinkedIn. Some that I felt more were more business tilting because. I don't like when LinkedIn turns into like Facebook, right? Everyone's like, hey, I'm walking my dog. And it's like, no, that's yeah. Facebook. LinkedIn should be more of the professional development, corporate 100%. kind of culture. So I didn't do some of the more personal ones, but I started to do some that I thought had good, if it wasn't directly related to business, they could be applied to business. And so it's just crazy how it spreads, you know? Oh, it definitely spreads. And I, I've been wanting to talk about it because – for a while and I, I just never really knew or knew what the right timing was or how to kind of approach it, you know, at my job. I mean, I work for a really, a really big company, you know, it's global and you know, it's, it's, the, it's a typical, you know, it's a fortune 250, man. I mean, it's, it's a large, it's a large corporation, big brands, um, you know, people of all different, you know, ranks um, in terms of importance in the company. But I mean, at a certain point I started thinking, you know, you know, I shouldn't be, you know, you know, I, I shouldn't be ashamed of this, if, even if that's the right word, ashamed of this or anything, because at, at a certain point when I joined the company, you know, people, I mean, people started finding out that, that I was a DJ because, I mean, even though I'm in Baltimore, a lot of the people that I work with are, are around, you know, our age and go out to, you know, the bars and go out to the clubs and things like that and, you know, added me on Instagram and added me on Facebook and started seeing me post some stuff about, you know, the places that I'm playing and the things that I'm doing. And once they, they thought, they're like, oh, man, you're a DJ, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you know, I do this, you know, kind of for fun. And it's crazy um, how fast it started spreading, you know, at work. 
Um, and at first, I can't, I can't lie, I was a little worried because, you know, if you're in a band, if you're a DJ, if you do any of that stuff, people automatically correlate that type of like thing with partying, you know, drinking heavily, you know, doing some crazy stuff, which, yeah, granted, I have done, you know, in my, young, my younger years, which, I mean, we're still young, but right. I mean, you know what I mean. And, you know, I, I think the, the work that I did at my company and, and the, you know, the impact that I've made thus far has kind of has kind of been able to balance it out because, you know, people see that I'm able to effectively balance my full time job and do it well while also doing this thing on the side. And it's gotten to the point, honestly, where like executives, like vice presidents will be like, hey, DJ Tones. <laughs> That's and, funny. Yeah, it's, it's 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 kind of funny at this point, like. That, that people within the company, you know, notice me as that person. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm like the only person in, in my company that, or at least in my area where I work in Towson, um, to be somebody that, that has that balance or has at least that recognition where they're, you know, you have a VP or, you know, a director be like, oh, hey, DJ Tones, what's going on? Like, like how's work going? You know, how's the DJ, like, what, what gigs you got going on? Once it got to the point where I felt like people were accepting of it, you know, realize that I'm able to, to do both effectively and, and that, you know, I shouldn't be worried. I was like, you know what, let's pull the trigger here. Let's, you know, let's, you know, let's, let's talk about this. And it just so happened that an article was the thing that allowed me to do that. And it's been, uh, it's been interesting, man, you know, just to say the least, you know, going through life doing a side hustle. But I mean, like as of tonight, for instance, I, I had a phone call with a, potential bride and groom for a wedding I'm doing on Saturday. So, you know, it's, it's, it's never ending right. and it's always, I mean, dude, I don't know. I've been doing this, this balance between like a full-time job and DJing ever since I graduated college. I mean, I mean, you've seen, you've seen it, you know, kind of unfold, Oh yeah. Uh, you know, man, it's, it's, it's been nuts. And I honestly don't know how to live my life any other way at this point. I really don't. I was gonna say, at a certain point, it's not a side hustle; it's just hustle. You know, like it's just hustle. Like it doesn't have to be a side and a regular. It's just it's that work life balance everybody talks about. And there's ways to yeah. there's ways to fulfill different passions. One thing I was thinking about while you're talking, it never really clicked in this way before. But we, as when we grow up, it's like it's ingrained in us to be interested in multiple things, right? Like think about your college apps. If you were just the student with a 4.0. You do. You weren't looked at the same as the kid that had the side hustle, quote unquote, with grades. He was on a sports team. He was in five clubs. He was doing community service. He was in scouts. He had five different side hustles, and his main thing was school, right? Yeah, yeah. And then sure. you do the same thing in college, and then we graduate. We go into the workforce, and we're supposed to just be these one track people. So not natural. You know, it's like there. It's not really, natural. it's really, it's interesting that growing up, it's like you're taught to do it. You're taught to do it, and then you forget about it when you're an adult. Like you forget to do it. You forget to do the side hustle in the clubs and the things for fun, the things for you, the things that you like in addition yeah. to work, which for most people, hopefully you like, if you hate work, I mean, that sucks. Find some, find another job because life's too short, but <laughs> oh, for sure. I just think that's interesting. It just struck me, it popped in my head because it, it's so true. There's no reason to be ashamed of the hustle, whether it be your main or side. Like it's just, like the human pursuit of what am I meant to be here for, right? Like just finding and trying new things so that you're the best version of yourself. So when you're in work and at work, yeah, you're good. You're like, you're not depressed. You're not unfulfilled, yeah. moping around, stuck in your cubicle. You have something to talk to that executive about in the elevator because you have a damn life. You're not just a corporate drone, you know? You're not, you're not a robot, man. And I, and I see so many people and, and not, not to knock them, I'm not knocking them at all because to each is their own. Yeah, and you need all kinds. You need those people that just put yes. their heads down and get stuff done. To each is their own, but I would say nine out of the ten people that I work with, you know, I don't know what every single one of them does outside of the office walls, but I know enough that a lot of them aren't, you know, probably aren't doing the thing that they truly love in a way that maybe I'm doing DJing. You know, some of them might dream about, some of them might, like, tinker around at home, which, cool. You know, if, if you just tinker around with something, like, if you, like, playing the guitar, if you, like, doing art, whatever, everyone needs an outlet. I honestly believe, like, everyone needs an outlet, especially something they're passionate about. It just so happens that my outlet brings me in some additional revenue, 
Um, and I, I could technically consider it my second job, but I mean, I think everyone honestly needs that thing that, that fulfills them and makes them feel human. And, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, what do you call this? I'm like, it's my, my hobby job. Like, you know, it's a hobby, but it's a job. It's both. Right. It, it's my version of golf. You yeah, know, there you said, go. Yeah. You're getting paid to play said, golf. Yeah. Someone said it to me. Like I was at a gig. Um, I was doing a wedding and someone asked me, they're like, so is this like your full-time thing? I'm like, no, this is just like something I do for fun. And they like looked at me they're like, what? I'm like, and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, wow, you're, you're, you're pretty good for someone who just likes to do it for fun. And I'm like, well, I mean, thanks. I appreciate that. And they're like, so it's a tech, it's technically like your golf, like your version of golf. I'm like, you know what? That's kind of an interesting way of putting it, except I make something off of it. You know, yeah, I mean, that's a great way it, to put it. Yeah. But it's still something that like. I get to do that. That's like something for me, something that, something that I'm passionate about and something that, that fulfills me, even though granted, let me tell you, man, like the grind that I've been on since, since we graduated has been pretty insane. I mean, we all, we all work hard. I mean, I know you work really hard, dude. Um, you know, I know a lot of the other, you know, guys and gals that we graduated with, you know, we're all working hard. We're all putting our, our nose to the grindstone and trying to make things out of ourselves. But Back when I was first starting, you know, I would work, mon- you know, I've been working Monday through Friday, and at first, granted, I had a little bit more energy back then and a little less responsibility because I wasn't married yet, but, you know, I was working Monday through Friday and DJing Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, like, still waking up with, like, three hours of sleep, getting back in, doing the job, leaving, DJing, waking up, I did that for years, man, and... You know, I'm still doing it, not to that extent, like, granted that, you know, I'll, I'll maybe do, like, a Friday and Saturday. Like, lately, it's been a little bit busier just because wedding season's here, and, you know, I've been really, like, putting in the work. Um, but on, on a regular week, it's, like, Monday through Friday, I'm up at 5.30 in the morning, hit the gym, going to work, grind away at work, you know, do the best I can, come home, unwind, and then Friday rolls around, you know, hit the gym, go into work, leave, start prepping music, go into the club. DJ, you know, wake up early again because I usually I'm such a, on a rhythm that I, you know, I'll get like three, four hours of sleep. I'm up at seven. I, you know, I'm up the whole day doing stuff with the wife, the dog, prepping for for the next event, whether it be a wedding or another, you know, club gig. And then Sunday I rest and I just do it again. I mean, you know, it's weird because if I have like a weekend where I don't have a lot going on, Emily's like, "Are you okay? <laughs> like you, you, you seem, you seem, you seem like you don't know what to do with yourself. Like you know that." Like that, um, it's that scene. Um, I think it's from Talladega Nights where like Ricky Bobby doesn't know what to do with his hands. Yeah, yep. It's, I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself right now. Like, uh, you know, uh, I'm so used to just like grinding and, and hustling and, and 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 putting in the work that, and when I don't have something to do, I feel like I'm I'm wasting time. It's, it's probably not like the best way, but you know what, dude? You know, people didn't become successful by sitting on their ass. Absolutely. I mean, you get that. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, and I think what's interesting, too, is the barrier to entry has never been lower for so many different things. Like Anyone can learn and do anything now. Yeah, anything. YouTube, just like Google and YouTube, how to do anything. Like, I, I fixed my washer. Like, <laughs> just YouTubing, oh, man, this happened, what's wrong? Oh, order this part, okay, Amazon, boom, here the next day. YouTube video, boom, taking out the drum, replacing this, like, done. You yeah, have JVLR. JVLR said the same exact things, man. That's how he learned, like, I mean, all his stuff. Yeah, you know? I mean... There's that, and then like, okay, you're bored, you got time, you got a car, Uber, boom, go to work, you know? This podcast, I started with a $100 starter kit and an old laptop I already had, you know? It takes, it just takes your time, like you said. I mean, how much was your first DJ set? Oh my God, dude, Uh, dude, dude, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, and then all it was was you in the dorm room pissing everybody off at random hours, (laughs) you know, playing music and figuring it out. (laughs) So it's like, really, it's... Dude, I think about you. Know, you make a good point there. Like I remember, like the, in, like in our room, like just starting out, like doing parties in our room with like just a computer, and then buying that first little cheap piece of equipment and like learning. Like and, and dude, let me tell you, like I recognize, like it was rough, man. Like like when you're when you're learning anything though, like whether it be like the, the guitar, or the drums, any type of musical instrument, it's painful for the people that are experiencing it around you because like. There's no way to really be quiet about that kind of stuff. No. Like, like, like you can learn to like paint, but painting's not that noisy. Right. Like, 
like you can learn to like code or or knit or whatever it is that you're into and it's not that loud but like if you're learning to play the drums like shit man you're just banging away and same with dj like you're just blasting music like but that like learning to dj is like yeah it's like playing the drums and the trumpet at the same time yeah you you get it's so loud and there's so many different types of things happening you're trying to scratch you're trying to fade i mean it was funny but anyway where i'm i mean the whole point with that is is if anybody's out there listening to this thinking, oh man, I really want to do this, and man, but oh, there's this reason, that reason. Like, there's really no freaking reason not to, other than you don't you don't want it bad enough. Like, you really don't want it. You like the idea of it, but you don't have that fire that says, you know what? No, I'm gonna go suck at this for a long time, and then one day I'm not gonna suck anymore. And people are gonna be asking me how to do it and why I don't suck and how to get good. And the answer is gonna be, I suck for a long time. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I that i had to break through that barrier man like and that's a perfect segue because like at this last event that i did at dj this this kid comes up to me after all said and done he's like he's like hey man like i had a great time like you know he's like i'm really into this kind of stuff like he's like you know know, what do you do for your full-time job and i told him he's like yeah you know i I do something similar he's like he's like you've been doing this long i'm like blah 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 we're you know we're chatting it up he's like yeah you know i sit up my desk all day and i just think about wanting to do this he's like you know, I play with it at home and I think about it at work, but you know, I, you know, I just can't find the time. I'm like, and I looked at him I'm like, dude, I just told you I have a full, full-time job. I'm just, I'm probably just as busy as you, but I find the time. Like I make the time. I made the time in the past to get to this point. Like I was learning while, while going to school full-time. And then soon after that, like working a full-time job, like, trust me, like I didn't have time either, but it's something that I wanted to do. So if you want it bad enough, bro, do it. Just figure it out. Make time. Like your wife, your girlfriend, if they really love you, they'll understand. Oh, yeah. Like, well, it's like people that say, like, oh, I, people that say, oh, I really want this, but I can't afford it. And they're wearing, you know, seven jeans, an Apple Watch. They're drinking Starbucks, yeah. and they're driving a BMW. And it's like, no, you can afford it. You just choose to spend your money on stupid stuff. Like, <laughs> like it's uh-huh. everything. It's it's all relative, man. It's just. You want it? Go on a budget. Eat ramen noodles. Eat PB and J. Then yeah. buy the DJ equipment, and then <laughs> and then stay inside. Lock yourself in a room and do that instead of going out and partying and drinking your exactly. money away. You know, it's like, like, like you said, you bought you bought a cheap starter kit. Like you don't need the best of anything to learn how to do whatever it is you want to learn to do. Like like you can get away with buying a guitar at like Walmart if you wanted to, or or buying like a starter kit for podcasts like you did, and and just. You know, it's good enough that you can learn the foundation and build your foundation and go from there. And yeah, you know, you get your first couple things on your belt, maybe make a couple bucks, save it up. Or, you know, you know, you, you put some money aside from your full-time gig. And well, that's the thing. Maybe you don't make anything for a long time. You, you might not. You, you know, not. Like... But you find a way. You find a way to make it work and you find a way to feed your passion and feed what it is you really want to do. It's I, I don't understand what, what you know people talk about it and, and and never execute like just execute it go after it make it happen I'm like you know and, and granted like there's so many things that like so many other things that I would that I would want to do that I still want to do with life like dude we're we're young still like we're we're young we're at that point it's weird like 28 such a weird number like you're 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 at the back half of your 20s and your 20s are probably some of your wildest years. And you're staring thirty in the face, and in my opinion, you got to make those decisions. Like, all right, you know, time's definitely ticking. Like, it's clearly moving along here. Like, you have, like, for instance, you have a kid now. You were just talking about before we even started like recording this. Like, ten months, boom, gone. Like, when are you just gonna pull the trigger and make it happen if it's really what you want to do? And if and if it's something that you want to make, you know money off of or it's just something you want to do for fun and you're just sitting there at your desk all day thinking about it and wondering huh you know let me go on youtube real quick and watch and and, and watch people do the thing that i want to do nah make it happen yourself like pull the trigger like you know time's ticking you know you're not going to be you're not going to be around forever i mean geez I, i i don't get how people can just sit there and just think about things like actually you know put some action into it like Come on. <laughs> yeah, dude. So back to that article then, with all those comments and that, that massive reach it had. Yeah. What was the 
Like, what was the most interesting comment you think where someone said something that kind of blew you away that you weren't expecting to learn about somebody or just an interesting story about a side hustle? Oh man, dude, there, there was, there was honestly, there was honestly so many, so many different, different things. Like a, a doctor, there was a doctor on here that was like in a rock band. Nah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, like, like people that, that you probably wouldn't think are doing something like that. Like, like imagine if you have like, you're going into surgery and this guy's like, operating on you but like he moonlight as like a rock and roll like lead singer like there's like there's this, there was a couple ceos there was like this the guy who was like the chief success officer of some like science company who who also dj'd like i mean just so many random random things like this one woman she's like apart from my regular job i'm a professional painter mostly oil paintings <laughs> wow i'm like okay like like that's kind of like just out of left field. And like this other guy's like, yeah, I coach baseball on the side, and I also chuck oysters. What? Yeah, I'm like, like you, like, <laughs> like you honestly just like never know what people are into. And some of the like, there's so many like random things um, on here. And I mean, a lot of them, granted, were focused on on music. But then like you had like a super random one. This one guy. And, you know, has his own honey business where he, like, raises bees. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Actually, I work with a guy that does that, and I was talking to him about it. It's really interesting, that whole, like, that's a whole thing I didn't even realize, what goes into raising bees and making honey and stuff. It's pretty wild. And, like, he's telling me how he captured a wild hive. Like, it's just nuts. Like, people are out there doing this, and you don't stop to think about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was, like, refreshing to, like, you know, you know, read some of these people's you know, stories, you know, and a, a lot of them, a lot of them would admit they're like, they're like, yeah, like, you know, my full-time thing pays, pays the bills, but this is what I truly love. Like some, some guy on here was, was saying how, like, I've been playing rock and roll and country cabaret all my life as a second line of work, not, not solely for the money, but mainly for the adrenaline. There's nothing like it. Nothing comes close to my book. I've never touched a drug in any way, shape or form, but I've always gotten my hire from performing and still do today. You know, everybody needs that outlet. And I, I could go through these, like, probably for, for another full episode and just read off the random cool stuff that, that people do. Like this guy right here. He's like, I teach college physics two nights a week and spend part of my precious weekend grading, preparing lectures, and building lab equipment. Like, what? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, that's, so, that's cool. Like, like, so random. I mean... Like, you just really never know what, what, what people really have going on or, or what people are really truly into and what they're passionate about. And I find that, you know, if you're passionate about something, whether it's what you're doing, you know, all the time or just part of the time, it's going to make you a much happier person. I agree. And I think most... It's going to make you a much happier person. Like, yeah. emotionally more stable, all that. Well, I think most people have, you know, the quote-unquote side hustle they just don't think about it that way because maybe they don't make money. I mean, Uber gets the – I think they even use that in their advertising about being a side hustle. That's where it all kind of went into popular culture, I think, is Uber and Lyft. But, you know, whether it's – you know, people do craft shows and stuff and they or Etsy and stuff like stuff like that. Like it's – you do it for fun. You make a couple bucks or maybe you don't. Whether it's, you know, teaching, a class, like yoga, yoga or something or those people that do little fitness classes or – even if you just love reading or writing little stories for yourself or whatever, it's most people do have a creative outlet. Even if it's just going to the gym, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's basically a hobby on steroids would be the side hustle. And what I what I like about it is when you look at like you had a lot of interesting examples, like the physics teacher one. But I think if you look at the ones that take it the most serious, you know, like that chief success guy that was also a DJ. I'm sure he makes money DJing. Like he's he's putting the same mental capacity he does to his nine to five, to yeah. his side thing, and he'll retire at fifty because he's been working two jobs for thirty years. You know, <laughs> dude, that's my goal, man. <laughs> you know, so putting in that work, putting that work. So I, I think it's interesting too. Like if you step back and you know, I'm no psychologist, but I do think people's personalities get amplified through whatever their side hustle is. Oh yeah. You know, like if you look at. Like take you for example, right? You're a DJ, and anybody that knows you knows your personality is large, and you know, and loud yeah. in a good way, and you command rooms and command attention. So okay, you're on a stage now, commanding the room, 
and leading, emceeing a wedding or whatever. It just makes sense. Yeah. And there are certain people where it just, you, you learn that about him. You're like, oh, I didn't know you did that, but you know what? Yeah, like that's you as a person. Makes total sense. Not you as like an employee, but you as a person. It's like that's the way they get to be themselves. Dude, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times like, you know, people have learned that and they're like, ah, a lot of what I know about you now makes so much more sense. And, you know, and I can definitely, I definitely see it. Like I get it. And I'm like, yeah, like rock and roll. I mean, um, really, you know, size, side story, um, I, I, a lot of people might not know this, but I, I think he's this, the CEO of Goldman Sachs is, which if, if any of you don't know what Goldman Sachs is, man, you, you gotta, you gotta get yeah. out more and yeah. <laughs> lift up like, your rock and join us. In yeah, the lift real up world. your rock. Like Goldman Sachs is, is one of the most prestigious financial firms like in the world. Um, the CEO of Goldman Sachs is actually a DJ on the side and, I would say his one of his, like his story is kind of what really got me thinking about it. If you if you don't if you don't know, just type in Google CEO Goldman Sachs DJ. Crazy story, super cool. Still does it to this day. Yeah, I have seen um, that. Yeah, that is yeah, cool. it's so cool. But you know, even like people like that, like granted, like he doesn't need the money. I mean, someone like that doesn't need the extra money. I mean, he's doing pretty well. But like a, a quote that I recently read is. I don't live to work. I work to live. Oh, yeah. I love that stuff. You know, like, someone like that doesn't need to be doing that. But, you know, it probably doesn't hurt that he's making over a million dollar salary a year, well over. Oh, yeah. But but is able to to do what he he still wants on the side. I mean, even a lot of these movie stars. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I see, like, you know, famous people. You probably see the same thing that they they get done doing a bunch of movies and, and they're taking a break and then... You know, they're on some random show talking about something that they're that they they're doing for their passion. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And you would never expect it. You're like, really? Interesting. Like Tony Bennett. For y'all who don't know Tony Bennett, once again, if you don't know, lift up your rock. Yeah. Tony Bennett, like one of the, the America's greatest singer songwriters, is is like a great artist, like painter, you know, extraordinaire on the side. You know, but you wouldn't know because it's just what he does. He does. He does as his outlet. I mean, but you know, it's you know, a lot of us like like work the full time so we can enjoy the things that we do on the full time. I'm realizing that more and more about life, and you know, I was so stoked to be honest with you when when I learned that you were doing this podcasting because you know, to be 100 percent transparent, like I always knew that you had you know all these other things deep inside you that you wanted to do like you're a musical guy you're you're creative you're artistic you know you you have a very like active imagination and active mind and you're always thinking of new things and and looking at things from a different angle and you know it kind of bummed me out man you know when when i saw that you know you're you're so ingrained in the corporate you know work grind which granted i get it we all need to do it it's 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 a necessity unfortunately for a lot for a lot of people out there but i was like you know what you know i really hope miles like at some point you know starts doing something that's like really him you know really really you and when i saw you did the podcast i was like rock and roll man like this is so right up your alley you know coming going back to our radio you know our radio in college man like Drop dropping songs that the FCC probably, if they heard it, would have shut us down. Like, <laughs> yeah. super, I can't super believe quick. they gave us keys to a radio station. But... I know, and it allowed us to like broadcast in oh, Williamsport, yeah. like, and like get getting college kids like amped up for their Friday night out. Like, yeah, that was fun. I'm, gl- I'm glad not a lot of people listened because <laughs> they would have been calling the school, be like, "You got to get these kids out <laughs> <Yeah>. there." Like, <laughs> they're, they're talking about some crazy stuff here. Like, I'm pretty sure they're also like drinking on the air, but like. You know, when I, when I when I saw that you were doing the podcast, I was so stoked, man. I was like, you know what? This is so him. I'm so excited that, that he's pursuing it um, and, and really, you know, tapping into a thing that is, in my opinion, truly, you know, you. Well, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yeah, and, and I don't know, I don't know if you, I don't know if you feel feel that way personally that that you know you finally feel like you have that other thing that is like your outlet but you know i certainly hope you do man because you know i've been loving been loving the episodes and Thanks, you man. know i you know i kind of want to like 
you know, tap into your brain a little bit on, you know, what really drove you to, to like pursue something a little outside of the norm and, and kind of break away at least, you know, once you get home from, you know, the grind of, of working, which, you right. know, from our conversations, we're starting to kind of, you know, wear, wear on you a little bit. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's everything you just said. I really had my nose to the grindstone hard for work and rose the ladder very quick. And that was just, I was focused on that. I was focused on buying and selling houses, building houses. And in my personal life, you know, it was just kind of racing to get to the, I don't know, the American dream of, you know, paid off my student loans. I'm in my second home that I built. Uh, dog, baby, it's like, okay, I got that done. Now, you know, now me time, you know, <laughs> for whatever reason, I just kind of hit fast forward to get to this point. But what really drove it for me was I just got, I love music, but I was just getting sick of listening to the radio and like just was almost burned out on music as weird as that sounds. And then someone turned me on to podcasts because even though they've been around forever, I had no idea what it was. Um, so I started listening to podcasts and then from recommendations and then found some good ones for work that I, I loved that were pretty inspiring. And I would use in company meetings and stuff and they got me all pumped up and what I liked about them was also what I didn't like about them is everybody had something to say, but I just, I could relate to them to a point. I'd relate to them and be like, yeah, I understand what they're saying, but this is my situation. And this doesn't quite apply because I'm not at a fortune 500 and I'm not in my fifties or sixties with all like a personal assistant and stuff that some of these people have, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I started thinking, you know what, there's really nothing out there all that much. I'm, I know there's stuff out there, but that I was listening to or related to that was, people our age talking about what it's like to be our age and the journey we're on. And then that morphed into just life in general and going to the way my brain always goes is, I mean, that's just, I have such random shit in my head all the time. Like I'm just always second guessing (laughs) and questioning like literally everything. Someone tells me, Oh, if you do this, that'll happen. My brain goes to, Oh yeah. How do you know that? Like show me, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) it's so weird. But so this to me was something you know, in a weird, like kind of therapy way, I can get it out of my head. So it's not just rolling around in my head all the time, you yeah. know, but then what's been cool is it's developed, you know, 30 plus episodes now is realizing that I'm not the only crazy one out there whose brain's going a mile a minute. You know, I talked to somebody like Jay that I've never met before. And I'm like, dude, we're kindred spirits. Like, yes, right? I get it. And it makes, makes me feel better that there's other people out there. And then I think it's cool that you can put this out there and hopefully someone else out there is sitting in the car going, yeah, these two dudes, like, yes, that's that's it. You know, I'm with it. Um, dude, dude, it's so funny because, like, I talked to Jay. He's like, he's like, he's like, Tones, thank you. Because I, he's like, now I know I'm not the only crazy one out there. He's like, he's like, it, it's good to know that there's somebody else, like, on my level. And, yeah, that's cool. And you, and you get that, man, because, oh, like, yeah. you, you're, you're, you're in the same place. Yeah, and it's it's just neat, and it's just it's been good too. I think one thing that I've brought into work with me is a better understanding of just people in general. Um, trying to be a little bit more patient because, like I said, so for someone that's an authority figure, I have a real problem with authority. Um, and dude, I I don't like being told what to do, but you know. So you and know. then I don't like people telling me what to do, and I don't like people questioning me when I'm when I'm know what needs to be done. But yeah. so what this has done for me is just made me kind of step back, take a deep breath, realize, okay, this guy's got his journey or, you know, he's coming in from his side hustle and he's a little tired and, you know, like just be a better human so I can be better at work. And then I've really, I've gotten really good at talking. Not that I wasn't good at talking, but interviewing people now for a job, yeah. super easy. Giving presentations was never difficult, but I just have a more confidence I think just because I'm more confident in myself not only at work but then just as a human you know so it's cool how it filters in and that was a question I had for you is what's something that you think you know you take from DJing into you know that nine to five life well I mean if 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 you guys listen to to my first episode I kind of touched on um when I spent some time uh, traveling the country working with um DeWalt which is the is the brand that I work with, DeWalt Power Tools, and traveling the country with NASCAR, and you know, being up outside of these 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 massive like racetracks, you know, interacting with fans back when I was doing that in uh, 2017, like you know, just being out there interacting and you know, sending energy from from myself out to the people, and 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 kind of you know, creating that that vibe, man. I mean, right? You know, I, I've I've really 
learned how to control a crowd and, and, and interact with people on all different types of, of levels. And, you know, I, I think, I think I've been able to really tap into my personal energy and, and, and be able to send, you know, whatever, you know, whatever the vibe needs to be in the, in the moment, you know, out there and, and connect with people. I mean, that, that really opened my eyes, you know, doing that and having that experience and people, people were able to see the connection there. And I learned a lot about, you know, the connection between, you know, the job and then the part-time hustle thing. And one of the things that, you know, I experience at, you know, at my work now with, with what I'm currently currently doing is, you know, similar to what you said, like giving presentations, getting up in front of people, you know, walking into a room and not knowing a single person. But I, I enjoy that. Like, uh, like, I enjoy getting up in front of people that I've never met before and, and interacting with them and, you know, creating a connection because that's what I do as a DJ. You know, every night that I play, Chances are I've never met this person, never will meet this person again, but I got to have a connection with them at least for the next, you know, hour to four hours. Right. And that connection is, is on a musical level, granted, and, you know, sometimes you know, I'm on the microphone, I'm interacting with people, but it's still a connection. And, you know, I really think I've been able to, you know, hone in on being able to connect with people regardless if I've known them for, you know, years or, or minutes. And... And, and just being very open and candid with people and just, you know, and just throwing positive vibes and positive energy and, and feeling out of room and not being nervous to get up in front of, of, of people and, and doing, you know, a presentation or giving a talk or, you know, talking to anybody, um, you know, because, you know, doing, you know, doing my DJ stuff, I also experience all different types of people, you know, you know, I, I deal with, you know, the, the wildest folks you can imagine, um, you know, at a club to, you know, super buttoned up professional people at a wedding, but I'm still able to create that connection with them on some sort of level. And I feel like I've really been able to tap into that. And I'm actually, I'm actually currently, which ties in kind of perfect. I'm transitioning over into a new, a new role at my company. You know, I'm currently in brand marketing and I've been doing brand marketing for, you know, about a year and a half now. And I'm actually going out and going to be um, doing some national account uh, sales. So working with some of our national accounts in the Baltimore, D.C. area and really get out there and dealing with, um, you know, some of our bigger customers. And it's funny because the, the guy here interviewed me, which is so interesting to see how like word spreads. He's like, so, you know, what's what's one thing on your resume that we probably wouldn't know about you? And. <laughs> I told him, I'm like, I'm a DJ. He's like, you know what? He's like, funny. He's like, I heard, I heard about the DJ tones. That's funny. And, he's like, try again. And, I already knew that about you. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I heard about it. And, and, you know, him and I just got talking about it and, and it, we kind of had this similar conversation. I was like, you know, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm really able to take what I've, what I've learned and what I do as a DJ and apply it to, you know, what I'm going to be doing here in sales and dealing with our customers and, being able to, you know, use that similar personality trait that I bring out when I'm performing for people and kind of mold it into this this type of, you know, more professional world, but still bring that same thing, which is hard to pinpoint what that thing is sometimes, but it's it's just natural to me at this point. But it's more or less, you know, being an entertainer, being a performer, but in a very professional way. I don't know how else to really explain it, but I feel like I'm able to kind of cross cross the two worlds over but in the same sense with with djing i'm able to take what i've learned from my professional world and apply it to my dj world and it makes me a better business person all around i mean you know i'm able to talk to owners of venues of clubs of you know uh, different vet, like photographers you know people that, that are just in the industry and i feel like you know they're able to see the little bit of a difference between me and maybe some other people um, because I, I try to apply the stuff that I learned in my nine to five and, and the professional aspect to my DJing career as well and, and kind of bring the two worlds together in, in multiple ways. And I've been really paying attention to that. So right. um, I find it interesting. And, and well, yeah, to, to, yeah, and to yeah. that, to that extent, to a certain point, it's like stop thinking of it as a main hustle or side hustle or you could call it just hustle, but really, you work for you, right? Like 
You're yeah. the Michael Tonart's the brand, whether you're within another brand or within your own DJ business, it's it does there doesn't need to be a split. You know, there doesn't need to be a work life balance. It's just like life. It just is. <laughs> yeah, it's just who what you do it, at it, it to a certain is, extent. Man. Yeah, like, like like you're the Miles Biggs brand. It's not like Miles Biggs at Ritzcraft or it's Miles Biggs on the podcast. It's just you know those those two things are just combined as one, and it's just you. Yep. And and I and I feel like people people need to need to do that more, and people need to recognize that more. That you know they're not they're not their job, they're not any individual thing. Like they are themselves, and we are our personal brands. And pe- I, I don't know, man. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like people forget that, like we, like we as individuals are a brand. Well, I just we're not taught that, dude. I mean, what college, what college class is talking about your personal brand? Like, no, I no, laugh, man. I laugh when I hear about someone saying they're going to be an entrepreneurship major. It's like, how the hell do you major in that? You either are or you aren't. Like, <laughs> yeah, you either are or you aren't. No class is going to teach you to be an entrepreneur. You either got it or you don't. What they should be working on is like we're talking about defining your personal brand in and out of the office. And like it should almost be instead of having an internship, it should be have a side hustle, start a business. I mean, that should be the next thing at colleges, man. So, dude, one hundred percent, man. And they're, they're they're missing a big opportunity by teaching by teaching like kids that man, like about about their the personal brand, about who they are as individuals, and 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 really finding you know what it is they want to do because like the stuff you stuff you learn in the classroom, man. I mean, I know for a fact that you have a, you have an opinion on it. And I'm sure some of the other individuals, aka Dave Zablocki, um, would, would say the same thing. Yeah, he was that, pretty outspoken about it. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love well, that. Well, no, take him as an example. Like, yeah, I think he graduated in the in the twos for his GPA, two point something. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, he yeah, probably could have taught an entrepreneurship class though, and now oh, he's start he started his own business and he's doing very well. It's like exactly, we, we, dude. Yeah, there's so many things. I think I really think on this topic it's kind of random, but I think college is going to be obsolete within our lifetimes, unless it changes, like it's the, the typical four-year university, you're not going to need it anymore. You can do so many things online. You can teach yourself so many things. Yes. 100, yes. Dude, 100%, man. I mean, let's be honest. Dude, there's YouTubers out there that are, are you know, they're, they're coming home from work and they're jumping on YouTube and they're creating content and they're making more money making that YouTube content than they are, you know, doing whatever they do, working at Starbucks or, yeah. you know, dude, there are people playing, there are people dude. playing Fortnite and making six figures. Like dude, it's speaking crazy. Of Fortnite, side, side note, Fortnite at a wedding, DJing this wedding, right. And great wedding, you know, vibes, super positive. And after the wedding, dude comes up to me. He's like, he's like, man, we had a great time. And he's like, let me add you on Instagram. I'm like, sure, dude, whatever. Like, cool. So, he, he pops open his Instagram and I'm like, he has 65,000 followers on Instagram. I'm like, I just look at him like, dude, so you have 65,000 followers. Like, that's pretty awesome. Like, you know, you know, what's your deal? And he's like, he's like, actually, he's like, the reason is like, he's like, my brother is the number one Fortnite player in the world. And come to find out, I don't know if anybody listens to this will know who this guy is, but like his, his brother who was also at the wedding, his, his name's Ninja. And he's the number one like Fortnite player in the world with over like I think he probably has like eleven million Instagram followers at this point, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, and I, I and he was telling me that I got to meet the guy like super random. I'm, and I'm, I'm I'm asking his brother. I'm like, so what do you do full time? He's like, I'm a pastor. He's like, I work at a church. I'm like, what? I'm like, That's so random. He's like, he's like, yeah, but he's like, you know, I jumped on the Fortnite train and you know, here I am just doing this for fun and. He's like, my brother does it full time now, and he's he's crushing it. And he has like eleven million followers. He's like, I'm a pastor, and you know, this is just this is just life. And it's unreal, man. Yo, Ninja, Ninja, if you listen to this, I want to talk to you. Hit me up on Instagram, dude. That'd be, <laughs> right? That'd be a crazy Yo, interview, dude. It was it was just so random, but like, I had to throw that in there because you know I really never paid attention to Fortnite until like I came across, like I met this dude. And it's 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 wild, man. But yeah, I mean, like, Dude, but that, real, though, like and that comes full circle, stuff. right? I started this saying, it's about the stories that every person has to share, and everybody's got something like that, man. Everybody does. So many stories out there, man, and people get a platform and, and feel comfortable to talk about it. Yep. I mean, I mean, you, you might, you might, you might, you know, uh, you might not realize it, but you could, you could just inspire somebody to to really just look take a look at the mirror and be like. All right, time to make it happen. Let's do it. 
and you just never know where where that might take take that person in the next year to ten years. Yeah, dude. So we should wrap this up here. Coming up about an hour. Is there any other words of wisdom you want to bestow on the good people of the world out there about the art and nature of the side hustle? Just do what you love. I mean, straight up, just do what you really enjoy to do. Whether you do it, you know, you know, just just when you get home after work, or or you actually make it make it, you know, another career of yours. Just do what you love. Find that thing, you know. Make it an outlet. Don't let other people, you know, say that that you, you, you can't you can't have you know your full time job or you know your part time job or whatever. I mean, just screw it. Do what you want to do. Make it happen. If you're not doing it, it's time to do it. Like ASAP. Like stop wasting time. You know, time is of the essence. Time's ticking. Tick 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 tock. Let's get it going. I mean, enjoy life. Um, and, and, and that's really it, man. I mean, just, just get up out your seat and, and, and do big things. Absolutely, man. Well, thanks again. And for those of you that want to follow Mike on his side hustle, it's at what, what's the handle? Is I'm DJ tones, right? Yeah, it's at, it's the letter I, the letter M, then DJ, and then T O N E Z. So at I'm DJ tones, you know, find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, you know, follow along. You know, I, I'm trying to post engaging stuff and, and things that people can connect to. So um, I look forward to, to, to hearing from people. And if you have any questions or you want any advice, you know, reach out to me. I'm more than willing to help, for sure. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks to Mike for joining me once again and for talking about the art of the side hustle. You know, challenge any of you out there that you have a side hustle, hit me up. Let's talk about it. I think this could be a cool series of episodes. If you have something that's a little bit unique and way different than what you do for your job, hit me up at RTJ Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, miles.rtjpodcast at gmail.com, and that's miles with a Y, and we'll share your journey and talk about it. So until next time, everybody, relish the journey.